It's Wednesday, May 6th. Welcome to Skim This. We're breaking down the most complex stories of the day and giving you the context on why they matter. Today, the White House Coronavirus Task Force is getting a makeover, sort of. We'll dive into what Task Force 2.0 might look like. Then, we'll tell you how the situation at meat processing plants is impacting what you see on menus and in the grocery aisles. And finally, RBG is in the hospital. But luckily, SCOTUS was planning to literally phone it in. And they had a pretty hot button issue on the table today. We're here to make your evening smarter. Let's skim this. This episode is brought to you by Klarna, a better way to shop. Okay, the COVID-19 pandemic is a rapidly changing story with lots of moving parts. And we're going to help you sort out what exactly you need to know starting with the three big developments of the day. Mike Pence and the task force have done a great job, but we're now looking at a little bit of a different form, and that form is safety and opening. That was the president yesterday, talking about the White House Coronavirus Task Force. It's the group responsible for overseeing the administration's response to the pandemic, led by VP Mike Pence. The task force has been an almost daily source of national information about how the virus is impacting the country. But the group's daily briefings have taken heat because of remarks the president has made at those briefings, like his promotion of certain substances as potential treatments for patients who have COVID-19 that experts say haven't proven to be effective. Yesterday, the president said that he would phase out the force. But then, cue whiplash, this morning he tweeted that the task force will continue on indefinitely and that instead it will have a new set of priorities. So what's the task force focus now? As multiple states reopen or plan to reopen, the White House is focused on getting the economy up and running and wants the task force to do the same. Trump also said the task force will be focused on the development of a vaccine. Remember, it's expected to take months or even years to get a vaccine out to the general public. The task force may also look a little different. Some of the country's top medical experts like Dr. Anthony Fauci and Dr. Deborah Burks have become household names because of the group. But Trump pointed out that he might be adding or subtracting members as the task force evolves. So the White House task force is changing, but keep in mind the health impact of COVID-19 isn't. Infections in the United States are still increasing. So far, there have been over a million cases and over 70,000 deaths. And some are questioning whether it's too soon to be focusing on reopening the country, a move that could lead to a spike in cases and potentially another outbreak. Are you saying mission accomplished? No, no, not at all. The mission accomplished is when it's over. While the White House and the task force decide its next move, remember that state and local officials like your governor will be focused on the specifics of how and when each state reopens. Our second headline today is about meat shortages. Right, so not the sexiest topic, but you might remember our show a few weeks ago when we told you that Smithfield Foods had closed one of its plants in South Dakota because of a COVID-19 outbreak among staff. It was one of the largest pork processing plants in the country. Since then, more plants have also had to close because of outbreaks. Conditions at these plants tend to be really cramped, so social distancing is hard. And meat industry execs have warned the American public that there may be less meat to buy because of these closures. Last week, President Trump signed an executive order to try to keep plants open. But that hasn't appeared to work yet. Now, we're starting to see the impact of those closures at your grocery store. 
This week, major grocery and fast food chains say they're running out of meat or are drastically limiting the amount you can buy. On Monday, over a thousand Wendy's locations across the U.S., nearly one in five, were reportedly sold out of beef products. R.I.P. Junior Bacon Cheeseburger. Even Costco, your favorite neighborhood members-only warehouse where you buy in bulk, is only allowing customers to buy just three products total of either beef, pork, or chicken. Grocery executives expect that this is only temporary. And while more meat plants could close, other plants, including Smithfield Foods, are now back up and running, at least in a limited way. Still, it takes a few weeks for fresh meat to get from the plant to the store. So in the meantime, you might expect price increases and less options. And also, while fresh meat is being impacted, frozen meat isn't having as many issues. So if you find yourself in the back of the supermarket asking, hey, where's the beef? For now, maybe just try the frozen food section. Which brings us to our third big story of the day. The Honorable, the Chief Justice and the Associate Justices of the Supreme Court of the United States. This is the sound of the United States Supreme Court on a teleconference. Oh, yay. Oh, yay. Oh, yay. This week, the Supreme Court is doing something it's never done before in its 230 years of existence. It's calling in for oral arguments because COVID-19. But the court is now sitting. God save the United States and this honorable court. And today's live-streamed argument got some extra attention for two reasons. The first has to do with Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg. She's 87 and has survived cancer multiple times. Earlier this week, she had another health scare and was treated for a benign gallbladder condition. So Justice Ginsburg dialed into today's oral arguments, not from the comfort of home, but from the hospital. The other reason today's arguments got a lot of attention is because of the topic at hand. It has to do with the Affordable Care Act, or Obamacare. Congress passed it a decade ago, and one of the things it did was it made sure most employers include free birth control coverage in employee health insurance plans. It's estimated that by 2018, the ACA made sure over 60 million women had access to free birth control. But there have been some exceptions. At first, houses of worship were exempt from having to provide free birth control coverage. But since then, the kinds of employers who can claim exemptions has expanded beyond churches or synagogues. In 2018, the Trump administration passed a ruling expanding those exemptions even further. It said employers could opt out not just for religious reasons, but for moral ones too. Some states are suing because they say the burden falls on them to pay for this coverage if companies don't offer free birth control. The rule was blocked by lower courts, and now the Supreme Court is deciding whether it can actually take effect. Per usual, SCOTUS gets a few weeks to mull this over before issuing a ruling. But if the Supremes were to give the okay on this rule, it's estimated that within a year, between 70 to 126,000 women could lose access to free birth control. And lots more employers, not just religious ones, would potentially be able to say no can do. Like we said, there's a lot happening right now. To keep up to date on the latest news about COVID-19, head over to theskim.com slash COVID updates. If you're like us, you've probably been trying to stick to a budget, but there are definitely items you still need, especially during a time like this, which can make it tricky. That's where Klarna comes in. They make things smoother, 
They're a shopping app that lets you shop from your favorite online stores and gives you exclusive deals. Plus, they'll even send you notifications when the price drops for items on your wish list, so you can have a smooth shopping experience. Head to Klarna.com to discover a better way to shop. That's K-L-A-R-N-A.com. And now, we're partnering with Klarna to press pause on the latest developing stories and share something that will make you smile. The COVID-19 pandemic has put a lot of big life events and decisions on hold, like wedding planning. But many bridal boutiques all around the U.S. who've had to shut their doors are now taking their wedding dress showrooms online and are offering private consultations over video chat. The way it typically works is, during your appointment, wedding consultants or assistants will model the dresses you're interested in. Then, once you've narrowed down your options, the store will send you the actual dress to try on or have you pick them up curbside. So even if it's not exactly the pop champagne with your future bridesmaids moment you were hoping for, here's to at least being able to say yes to both the dress and also staying safely at home. No matter your situation, sometimes you just need to press pause. And every week, we send out an email with some of our favorite things to help you take a break. To sign up, head on over to theskim.com slash press pause. And that's all for Skim This. Remember, we want to hear your shout-outs. Maybe it's a message for a friend working on the front lines of the COVID-19 pandemic, or a loved one who you can't physically meet up with right now. Give us a call at 646-461-6370 and leave us a voicemail. For more updates throughout the day, follow us on Instagram at The Skim. 